in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. Welcome, everybody, to Chaotic Amateurs. The internet, the worlds, the universes, the galaxies. No, the universe. That's the bigger thing. Number one D&D podcast. I am your temporary birthday boy DM. My name is Caleb. And to my left, we have... Vice Count Trillman Valgrace. Carmelo T. Bucky Muckbuckle. But uh, Hemo Nilo or Hemo Night Breeze, y'all could just call me Night Breeze, the Pony Rider. <laughs> <laughs> the Pony Rider. That sounds pretty cool. Vondel Ungard mm-hmm. at your service. Yes, and where we last left our party, they had just busted Hemo out of his prison cell of poop and pee. Right up free now. Beating a riddle of light bulbs. Thank wow. you, uh, Vondel. Amazingly beat two Yanti Malison uh, guards and were able to figure out what needed to happen to get our Hemo out. We're able to get the map. The map was passed on, I believe, to Viscount Trillmond. And when they were retrieving said map, they also found a mysterious stone that Bucky took possession of. Power He's time. trying to figure it out. He is it just is sure... That it is an infinity stone. But that does not exist in this universe. Yet. Yet. But he will make it happen. So anyway, uh, and they just started wandering off into the forest to find this place where this mysterious book is supposed to be that Hemo was originally sent to find. And now our party, the Muckbuckle Detection Agency, is going to presumably help him find it. Vondel brings up the rear. All right, so follow me here now to the forest. We got to find us here. We got two two grand trees. Uh, I know where it is. Keep following me now. Well, how far away is this? Not that far. Hold on. A little bit farther. <laughs> Keep on hold. I got to wait for God to let me know. So what is this? It, it, it says something about uh, speaking the words of a hero or... A warrior's greeting. A warrior's greeting. What could a warrior's greeting Well, I, I'm not too privy to that information, but I don't think, but, you know... Before we get there, we might want to... Figure that out. Figure that out. Yeah, that would be good information to have. I'm wondering... What, is this something that Hemo knows? Does he know the warrior's greeting? History check. Okay. Crit, 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 crit. Oh, so close. 19. Also, I make sure that the order is Hemo, uh, Trillman, Bucky, and myself. You keep in the line. Yeah. Cool. And I make sure Bucky is in front of me because uh, I saw how uh, Daddy's boy over there didn't engage at all and just went inside and then 
was still doing absolutely nothing when I got inside after I killed two snakes. That's right. Where are we at hit point wise? What are you at, Bucky? Oh yeah. Are you doing okay or what? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I've. Uh, oof. Yeah, I'm at like half life. Actually, exactly half life. I'm I'm a little bit above half life. Okay. Does that affect your guys' decisions or are you just uh, marching on? Well, it depends on how I'm not, long. I'm not leading, but I just. I'm Depends dead. on how long it takes to get there and that sort of stuff. Knowing what Yamhorn would do, he would rest wherever he could. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, luckily Yamhorn Yeah, I mean, we dead. should rest eventually, but um, other than that, I'm good. I've reloaded my my why, acid blaster. Why don't we make camp right here full, full right now and everybody rest up and then we, we get going here after a long rest? That sound good there, buddy? Yeah, that sounds good there, buddy. Do, do my voice now if I'm not mocking. <laughs> yeah, this sorry. is all still technically before our season three adventure. Oh yeah, is it really? Yeah, because this is this was a. Uh, I guess just after they left Paulville, and then after that, like yeah, immediately after that. Mm-hmm. So this is like this is technically I think happening between seasons one and two. Yeah. So there's probably a boom happening over Versburg right now. Yeah. Like a big crater forming from yeah. Winston. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that was, was over Bravik. Bravik, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. So you guys make camp. Um, you find it's not really a clearing clearing, but it's big enough for the four of you to make camp. Okay. And uh, you chill out. What, what, t- what time is it? Is it nighttime now? Or? Yeah, yeah, I'd say you spent a day trying to figure out that stupid riddle and killing his guards yeah and then we just followed him until he stops basically i'm i'm okay. really kind of depending on hemo since he cool. seems like he knows what he's doing and also i would like to think as a you know a former special forces and a and a you know kind of a kind of a badass i'm not gonna lie to you yeah uh i would like to think that while i recognize his sort of thing i also recognize the play of uh seeming weaker than you actually are hmm. uh and with my 19 history check do i remember the warrior's greeting Oh, that's what we were vamping for. Here's what you do remember. What you were looking for is the library of Krish Kodar. And before I go any further, I need to give credit where credit is due. Uh, The following adventures are loosely based off of the library of Krish Kodar, written by Tobin Barnes. So I've adapted some of that and thrown some of our own flavor into it. With that in mind... Uh, which means nothing to you, Hemo, but to maybe to the audience. You know that you're looking for the library of Krish Kaldar. How many um, books is it? How many books is what? Two. Is it a series? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just the one. It's less than what I but wrote. But you read it. it yes. It's yeah. less than what I wrote for just that beginning piece. Yeah. Um, and so here's what you either remembered or gathered from uh, before you're, you're leaving the grave Thala. You remember that many centuries ago, an elf named Krishkaldar had a hunger for knowledge. He searched the world, gathering ancient scrolls and rare tomes. He then created a great library and filled it with his vast collection. He wanted to share his findings with the common folk. The library was open to all. Kings, clerics, and wizards came to study from his vast collection. Some offered him books. It was not long until evil found his library, for there are those who do not share knowledge but hoard it. Krish Kaldar and fellow wizards cast magical protections on the library to keep the evil at bay. 
It became an impenetrable fort, but no longer safe for commoners. Seeing its power, kings, warriors, wizards, and even the gods gave Krishkodar powerful and forbidden artifacts to hide in his library. But he saw the dark powers his library held and was sorrowful that it would no longer be a place where commoners could come for knowledge. Using powerful magic, he hid his library away, somewhere no one could find it. Though many have sought after his haven of knowledge, it was never found, and has now passed away into the myth and bedtime stories. You believe this map to be the map that leads to Krishkadar's library. Okay. I relay all of that information to the rest of the group. So now they all know. A little bit of bedtime story before we all take a little nap here and all camp clearing here. Did a library of Krishkadar. All right. Um, would I have any idea of why? Um, God, who is that? The Chris Coda? No, the the person that was originally Lemaine. Um, why he the head of your been, order? Yeah, why he might have been she, looking for this? All you know is that she stated that it is very important to the order. It's important that it doesn't get in the hands of others. Fair enough. Um, so you make your camp, right? Yep. Yeah. We're okay. making camp and we're going to rest. Okay. So um, they can recover healing points. Cool. Health points. Are you taking watch or what's going on? We'll uh, yeah, watch. I'll take for, uh, I can take watch. Because hmm. hmm. I'm not down any. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is anybody else doing anything of note? Yeah, I mean, I'll have. I mean, I've got some rations or whatever. So I'll if they if we get a fire going or that sort of thing, I will make. Uh, I'll make myself some rations and then uh, I'll just kind of post up on a tree and try to stay. I know he said he's going to take first watch, and uh, you know I think he'll he'll be able to obviously. But I'm going to kind of stay awake at least as long as Mucky Muck, or sorry Bucky seems to be, uh, a, you know, awake or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just because I want once again first day on the job. So yeah. trying to make you got to make sure the can boss I, is safe. Can I attempt to whittle more arrows? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do a nature check, I guess. Okay, and just get above a ten. Never mind. <laughs> you three. break all the twigs as you try to whittle them. Bad uh, it's been a while here now. <laughs> it's it's too soft a wood. It doesn't work. Okay, never mind. I gotta find some strong oak. Uh, Bucky, what are you doing? Anything? So I've thought about unpacking my workshop, but uh, I don't think I need to do that. I definitely do want to sort of prepare a few things, nothing substantial. I want to make sure that I've got enough flame retardant powder. Uh, also, I craft earplugs for everybody, uh, and I hand them out. You Is there any motivation behind that that you want to share, or just... Um, so I would say that Trillmond... Uh, is definitely aware that I took some inspiration from the Banshee and I created uh, some Banshee bombs that uh, basically use the Banshee's whale uh, and it's just a grenade that I can throw. And if you have earplugs, you're immune from it. But if not, then you'd have to make a con save. So um, I don't necessarily explicitly explain that. Trillman, I think, would know. Um, but uh, as I uh, hand them to the other two, I say, if I tell you to put these on, you put them on. And then I hand him earplugs. Cool. And what about you, Viscount? Uh, I think I just kind of uh, take the rest. Okay. Cool. And the evening passes without a stir. You guys wake up, break fast, and then I imagine you 
pull camp? Yeah, we're gonna pull yeah. camp and then okay. head on to the. Okay. I keep library. it all very militaristic. I you know I make sure everyone's fed. Then it's like I'll I'll make sure that I you know chow my food super fast and start packing up so I kind of get everything rolling. Cool. Uh, you encounter eight elves, one of them being a leader, uh, a veteran, and uh, he asks, "What are you doing?" I give a respectful salute to him. He he salutes back, but kind of sloppily. You notice, um, and he looks around. It. He looks around at the group and he sees uh, Viscount and notices your elf heritage and says what are you doing in our forest um i I pull out the map and i say we're looking for this location can you help us uh get there quickly indeed i can however i don't recommend it that's a cursed area that's our business and you stick to your own fair enough my my eyebrow goes up i'm like Uh, this guy's got some on him. Yeah, you got a pair of wood knockers on your boy. <laughs> he is a viscount, so so he <laughs> wood knockers. <laughs> he says, "Fair enough," and says, "I'll lead you there." But me and my men, we will not step on that ground. And he takes you to the clearing that you see described in the map, or pictured in the map, and leaves you there and disappears off into the wood. Bye. And you are now. In the library. No. In the imposter. <laughs> no. <laughs> You've gone through the thick of the forest, and it opens up into a circular grove. Two large trees stand on both sides. Weeds cover the ground, and vines choke the trees. In the middle of the grove lies a small stone altar. You two. This sounds real familiar. Yeah. This seems really familiar to you two, and the fact that nothing grows except for weeds is kind of chilling. Several feet across sits a, a large uh, stone altar uh, with a flat face uh, like a small cliff. Uh, standing in front is a rusty suit of armor with its arm outstretched, pointing its sword straight ahead. It's Andy. 4 and D7? I can, I can kind of describe better the situation. So imagine in the, the oval here, right? Mm-hmm. This is the altar. And behind it is a stone slab, and then the knight is here pointing straight this direction. Uh, Can I offer the warrior's greeting? What does that mean? Well, I did a history check to see if I know what the warrior's greeting is, and you said that I do. No, I I said that you knew all that stuff about Krish Kadar, but but it had nothing to do with the warrior's greeting. Just a little context, that's, really, more it, than anything. It well, seems to I me that this dwarf is the most warrior of us. Why do Why don't we send him into the field and he can give the greeting? What's up? Yeah. I also think you should go give the greeting. The warrior's greeting from the map. I don't know what that is. Nobody does. Hemo does. He can tell you. I don't know no warrior's greeting. I just know that we're trying to find out. Would I know what this specific warrior's greeting based off of the way the armor is set up? I don't know. What kind of check do you think? I don't know. Would I have history? I suppose based off of like my my military knowledge. Uh, Would I have heard or read it in the last thirty days? (laughs) Uh, It would be twenty-one. Okay, so you know that warriors while they're assumed to be brutes 
and assumed to be mainly thought of in physical ways, they know that knowledge is valuable, that sometimes knowledge can win a battle. So knowledge is the asset, not necessarily strength. I relay all of that to my group, and I specifically look at Bucky, and I think, could it have anything to do with the orb that we picked up? I don't know. Let's do you, find out. Do you I... think that the, the hands are placed in a way if we put the orb in the hands? Mm. I walk over and I put the orb in the hand of the suit. One hand is just down at the side. The other one is holding the sword pointing oh, straight forward. I comedically try to balance the orb on the end of the sword. And the orb falls Okay, off sorry. I thought, I thought he was like doing like a yeah, yeah. hail no, or I something. Get it. Yeah. I am out of ideas. All that right. was worth the shot, though. Um, maybe it has to do with the altar. I am keeping my distance from the altar. Given last. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting up some Once PTSD again, flashbacks. not knowing what that is yeah. for him, once again, I just think Doesn't he's mean a coward. To you. Yeah. I think he's fair. a coward. I'm like, pretty boy. Watch this. As I walk you up to You lay on the altar like a... No, I don't do that. Like I just think he's a coward. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's wrong, but how much he's staying back rather than trying to like... I'm very surprised he's part of the team. Gotcha. It, it seems to me his dad got him the job. <laughs> Probably true. All right, what's happening? I approach the altar, shaking the orb to make the metal inside make sound the whole way there. Mm. And then I investigate the altar. Wait. <laughs> so you do nothing with the orb, you just investigate? No, he was so, shaking it to see if like, he could... Right. I think his... What, so is your... Is your Vonda will ask you like if you're... If you're your intention is to see if you're trying to wake up any latent magic or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, magic usually sleeps and hates metal sounds. Mm. While he does use magic, most of his stuff is very specific, so it's like it's like he doesn't really consider him that he that knowledgeable in magic. It's all for like yeah. you know, being a spy uh, basically. Shaking it is just Bucky's way of thinking as he's approaching it. So he's just making sounds. Not dissimilar okay. to how Rhett just threw continues to roll the yeah. dice. Yes. Until he's ready to rock and roll. A non-natural 20 to investigate the ultimate. Nice. Okay. I want to see if there's like a hole for the orb or like a thing. Maybe I can touch it and get some magic. Okay. You see on the altar that there is a burn mark in the middle. That burn mark is about eight and a half by eleven. Mm, the perfect size of a piece of paper. Um, maybe inches can... or feet. Inches. Uh, okay. the, map. The, good, map. the map. Good clarification. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is an altar, so I don't know how big it is. Uh, the map. Yep, the map. You ain't getting this map. All <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, I think Viscount. My, initial, map anyway. my initial thought was the the giants. Like, Hemo puts the map on that mark. Okay. And and then steps away. And for a moment, it sits there. And then a light breeze picks up and blows it off. And it starts to tumble away. Well, he Magical goes and wind. Picks it up. And Hemo comically goes to chase it. And every time he gets close to it, it blows again. And he chases it. And it blows again. Much I, like Charlie Chaplin with his hat. And then I, I pick it up. And Cute. then he finally picks it up. <laughs> okay. I don't think that was it. Well, you were supposed to come here, Hemo. Can I just call you Night Breeze? That seems way cooler. Yeah, that's way better. All right, Night Breeze. You, 
you were supposed to come here. Yep. Uh, maybe you know what to do now. Yeah, hold on. Let me see if I can remember. Uh, what are you rolling? History? I or? am rolling a history check to see if I remember or know what to do, or if I was told what to do, the altar. Uh, you were not told what to do, so this would be solely on your own intelligence and wisdom. Okay, so what check would this be? Insight? If you can find a way to role play a way that you would know, um, which I don't think you would. So investigation. Sure, yeah. And then and then you'll just have to role play the shit out of it. Uh, so that's a five. Yeah, good <laughs> luck. <laughs> All right. All right. Night Breeze doesn't know anything. Trillmond, this is your family's thing. Um... I'll uh, walk up to the altar and uh, look around at the group and be like, okay, so we need to give it a warrior's greeting. Um, You said warriors aren't always based on their strength or their power, but often their wisdom. So Hmm. what is something wise we can give this altar to open it i don't know i don't know i don't have wisdom just knowledge what if i stood on the altar and i climb up it does it want me and i jump up and down it spits you off the altar (laughs) (laughs) Ah! uh vondel wants to investigate uh all of the all of the night he wants to see if there's some sort of clue with this armor how it's pointing at the trees where it's pointing at on the altar whatever you know he wants to figure out what the suit of armor is trying to do it's Mm. there for a reason obviously um yeah go ahead and roll Uh, regular investigation yeah yeah 90 okay um you see that it's rusted over like it hasn't moved in a long long time but the last time it did move uh you can tell that the joints of like the shoulders and the legs and stuff, the rust has cleared. So this knight does move, mm. um, but it it appears to not be. It, it's been there for a long, long time, in spite of that moving. Maybe. And it's pointing over the altar straight ahead. Maybe we move him to salute the altar. No, I'm no, actually. I'm going to. I'm going to walk on the other side of the altar and and you know basically count off from the altar about the same amount of paces. I feel that he was away, and I'm okay. going to. I'm going to uh, use the exact. So it's not a mirror, like where if his left arm is out, my right arm. It's the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm going to mimic his same pose. Same side, not mirrored side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to mimic his pose. Okay. And um, go ahead and roll a uh, perception. Yeah. 16. Okay. Uh, Nothing happens, but you do feel like the ground under you is a bit mounded, a a little bit weird. I change arms. Still nothing happens. And I still feel the ground is what? Yep. Still kind of mounded and and different than the rest of the plateau. Huh. Very so cool I relate that to I relate that to my party, especially Hemo and Bucky. All right, somebody push this altar out of the way. 
You want to put a push a stone altar? I'm not used to people questioning me, <laughs> Night Breeze. I'm just used to somebody. Yeah, pushing well, things better get you drunk, and I'm gonna question you every time, boy. <laughs> I what? <laughs> You a little flabbergasted there, boy? I said, I'm going to question you every time you tell me to do something. I ain't just going around doing whatever you say. You say jump. I say, no way, buddy. Yeah. He's not under your employee. Does somebody, one of you guys want to move the altar? Just put, give it a little push. It, it, does it look like the altar would move? I relate that I'm standing on like that weird bumpy ground. I don't know if that means anything to anybody. Maybe it needs a kind uh, what's word. Your, Passive perception. For, uh, 14. Good enough. Uh, it looks like that altar has never moved. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. It's pretty. <laughs> worth an experiment. I was checking though. you and guys. If tried to push it, they would have found out it never moved. Thus, my logic holds up. <laughs> <laughs> Undefeated still. Uh, I like wins. that basically, since our voices are so similar, I could do all the voices you do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Durag, Bucky, doesn't matter. Um, I just love right. making jokes. I'm going to approach the, the knight. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm going to try to pull its arm that's pointing okay. uh, down. Okay. And it moves down. It takes a little bit of work, but once you put some weight on it, like some body weight behind it. I it, move my arm down. <laughs> <laughs> and you now notice that your friend here is controlled by this knight. No. Um, and it suddenly animates. Ooh. And it kneels. And it puts its sword and its hands up towards the altar. Like it's offering something itself. Vondal does the same. Nothing happens. He keeps him there for Prostor, just to make uh, sure. Is is there anything we can maybe offer? I go to the altar and kneel, holding up the orb. Nothing happens. I hold up my acid blaster. Nothing Bucky, happens. I Bucky, go through your whole inventory. Bucky, I'll go through my magic. Uh, Bucky. can I take the sword out of the knight's hand? Yes. Do you want to try? Yeah. I try. Uh, roll strength. Ugh. Ugh. Five. Okay. Uh, you try. It is seemingly unmovable, but once your jerk happens, it swings back on you, cutting you. Four. Hey, Dash. Two. Damage. Slashing. I promise I'm not going to make you guys do puzzles anymore. I know this sucks. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> and then it goes back to its posture of kneeling before the altar offering. Mm. Mm. I talk to the altar in a warrior's greeting. And I say, Ho there, altar. Brave warrior. From whence you hail. You get no response. I try every warrior's greeting I've ever read in a book because I've only ever read them in books. Okay, so as you're doing uh, Mad Libs... <laughs> at that moment, <laughs> nothing happens. But uh, something in that train of thought does spark an idea. Yeah. But you're not quite sure what it was that you just said that might be the key. A book. 
I read a book. Everything. I say everything I've ever heard. The word book repeats in your mind over and over book. in your mind's... What, what's it called? Mind's... My mind palace. Your mind palace. The word book. No. Over book. and over book. and book. over. Book. Wait a minute. Somebody was supposed to have a book. Snakes. Snakes. I thought we were trying to find a book. I don't know. Snakes. Book. Hocus Pocus? Are we supposed to find a book? Yeah, there's book a book. Coob. Yeah, that's what we're here for is this book. Coob. Is it does the word <laughs> book mean anything to you guys? Coob. Yeah, we were supposed to get Coob. We were supposed to get a book? The book is reverberating through my mind palace. <laughs> then it are you thinking that the knight wants the book in his hands? But we don't have the book. Oh, we give a gift of knowledge. So we Ooh. have a book. Do we have a book? Do I have a book? Does anybody have a book on them? Anyone have a book? Does somebody want to write one real quick? We could give a book that we've written. Yo, I, I could write y'all a book about all the kind of rodents I see in the forest. <laughs> I could write y'all a book about that right now. There's this one rat that got me uh, yeah, no, yeah. you know, I, I got a, a long-standing war with a raccoon family going right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, I would read that book. Yeah, honestly. it's pretty good. It's a long story. For some reason, I think you have one book authored about collecting mushrooms. <laughs> I would like to. I would like to go through my stuff and find my my basic sort of uh, manual that I first got when I joined the military. Your book of all, five rings. It's all of the. It's all of the basic the art like, of war. Yeah. It's all of the basic stances and all the stuff that they teach you for for like your basic uh, sword and shield Sun weapons. Uh, and I'll pull that out, and it's super old. Uh, you know, it's it's really tattered. Uh, and uh, I don't I, know if it was in your inventory, but it seems believable that it might be. I saw him reading it last night before bed. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, and I go and put that up there up as where? Bucky shouting about books uh, up where uh, in the prostrated hands of the the knight. Nothing happens. Maybe, Stab it on his sword. Maybe try the altar where the uh, burnt spot is. First good thing you've said. Burn offerings. All right, so I go put it in the little square thing. For a moment, nothing happens. But then, suddenly, in a poof of flame, the book disappears. And on that mounded area, that like a valuable book. On that mounded area where you once were, I'm sorry. <laughs> something like raises up from the ground, and there is now. An opening. I told with you. With a stairway that leads downward. By right, and a cool would... air pushes out as uh, it comes up like a pressurized cabin. How much time? I'd like to uh, thirty-three. Yeah. I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to use my one hundred and twenty-five feet of superior dark vision to look down into the stairs. You see the back of the stairway. Perfect. <laughs> All right, Got him. Let's go on in. Yeah, you you like... lead, you lead the way that. You seem like a warrior top money. Before, before I do that, I'd like to roll whatever investigation type thing that I would need that I would see to see if I can spot any traps, like fake stairs, uh, holes in walls for spikes. Okay. Uh, go ahead and Any roll sort it. of Indiana Jones trap that I think that you might have tried to get back <laughs> at me now. Yeah, go ahead and roll it. And what is it? Uh, investigation. Okay. Oh, farts. 12. Okay. I rolled an 18. Okay. You start walking up towards the doorway. You don't see it. And I would tell them to stay back. So yeah. You don't see it, but with uh, Bucky's keen eyes, he sees something on on the, the kind of the doorposts 
of this enter this chamber and it looks like a it looks like a flower and right as he's about to warn you of this odd looking flower you walk up towards it and before you can say anything you get squirt in the face with water yeah it's a prank Hmm. it's a prank flower oh no on the doorpost is it you didn't see it no he's fine i think it's i'm fairly certain it is water it's like the Joker's, you know, water flower. These guys are jerks. Except that I had acid them. in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luckily, no, I'm there's, immune to acid. There are no traps that you see. Excellent. All right. Then I say everyone, everyone, you know, uh, just, you know, keep your wits about you. There doesn't seem to be any traps, but be extra cautious. And I make the way down the stairs. Okay. Also, light them up if you got them, because I've got superior dark vision, so it's all good. Hmm. Uh, a cold air flows from this opening. A stone staircase goes steeply down into darkness. Cobwebs hang loosely from the ceiling, but the steps seem to be clear. Perhaps it is just the illusion of a dark tunnel, but you swear you can hear the voices in the distance. Do you continue? Are on? you hearing the voices? Yeah. Hemo, is this something that you're aware of? Are you hearing that on the night breeze? Yeah, I'm hearing the voices right now. Yeah, they're coming through downhill. I um, I mean, I'm hearing voices all the time, so it's kind of hard for me to discern. But yeah, no, I'm hearing them. Okay, Baron. Thank this count. I know. The Ooh. most important thing is uh, we continue on and and find out what's further in the library, perhaps. It's just disembodied voices. I've killed plenty of disembodied voices. I will have my uh, my war pick at the ready. Okay. I have my longbow at the ready. So uh, you make your way down the stairway, and uh, you come to a bit of a balcony. Um, and before you, you see a library. It is uh, completely lit with candles and chandeliers and candelabras. Candles are not a good mix with books. Uh, the sound of talking was no illusion. As you descend down, you hear it getting louder. And once you reach the bottom of the stairs, the voice is that of an old man. And you don't hear a voice responding to the voice of the old man, I should say. And you stand at the balcony, guarded with fine wood crafted banisters. The ceiling's dome is painted with a large mural. Marble stairs lead down to a large room straight ahead. Uh, the room rounds off and meets at a large stone door. In the east and west uh, walls are smaller doors. Bookshelves, tables, and some scattered bones fill the room. You can now see the source of the voices. A halfling sits at one of the tables surrounded by stacks of books. It's Ren's dad. Ooh. No way you did that in Microsoft Paint. No. So that is what you see, my friend. Where are we coming yeah, in where from? Where are we coming from? The no. bottom. No talking in libraries, guys. Alright, everyone be, be quiet. We gonna be quiet this year library. We're gonna find that book now. There's east and west, there's the the doors or the dome that go to the doors. Uh you came down here. This is the balcony with the banisters and this is the library and bones and stuff, and you hear a guy who happens to be a halfling muttering and walking around the library with no response to Can his we? voice. 
can we trust these guys? And he's like the little white circle there with the exclamation point or whatever? No, that's just a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can we trust these guys or should we take them out? Let's, let's just ask him for the book we're looking for. All right, we're going to leave you in charge of that. Makes sense. Because you're a charisma guy. You lead the way on this one. Um, yeah, so I'll begin walking down uh, the stairway and, and not really hidden or anything, just kind of make my way okay. nonchalantly towards him. Uh, um, he doesn't seem to... I'm going to hang back by like 10 or 15 feet. He doesn't seem to notice you. He's just kind of scurrying around eagerly looking at books and going to and fro. I knock an arrow. Um, he ha- notices not. Uh, hail librarian. Uh, we are here... Uh, to seek the knowledge uh, of Krishna, Krishkadar. Krishkadar. Do you have the book? Visitors. I'm not used to visitors. Usually, uh, people don't make it down here. Hi, uh, my name's Milo. What's your name? That's weird. Yeah, that, that threw me <laughs> off. Uh, Trillman. Trillman. Nice to meet you. Balgrace. Balgrace. Okay. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. My family is is in search of this book. What what book? We've got lots of books down here. I'm really excited about this place. Uh, how long have you been here? <sighs> Ten years, something like that. I've been looking for this place for a long, long time. Uh, once I found it, though, I I haven't left. I I leave to get my supplies so I can live down here, and I just study, study, study. What have you found that's interested you? Oh, lots of books down here. I mean, just look. And he kind of gestures to the whole room. <laughs> and these books, are they uh, some kind of source of knowledge that you can't find elsewhere? Yes, this is valuable knowledge down here. Some forbidden, some very valuable. Tell me more about the forbidden knowledge. Oh, I don't know. I don't go, I don't go beyond this area. This area is full of nice books, books that I like. And these scarier books, where would they be? I imagine beyond the doors that are locked. Can you point us in that direction? Hmm. I can, but are you sure you want to know? I want to know everything. Hmm. Persuasion? 17. If you must, the doors straight ahead contain the most powerful book but I don't think you can just go in I think you have to explore first uh, I'm gonna come out uh, <clears throat> and I put my arrow on my bow back and more visitors uh, he- hello there now okay uh, mind if I look at somebody's books here on this uh, on these shelves be my guest all right uh, can I do an investigation check for like books on archery sure He's just going to steady up and get awesome while we're down here. (laughs) (laughs) Level up on archery. Oh! Natural 20! (laughs) But I need you to roll a a d100. Okay. But I'm impressed, though. Uh, 46. Okay. Um, In your search, you're certain that you found something for archery. But it seems to be a translation guide. It does talk, talk about archery, but it's more in a way that helps explain um, a translation of Draconic into Common. 
So it's like more of an example sentence or an example passage that talks about archery, but it's just a means of helping somebody understand the translation from draconic to common. Hima goes, what is your user? And he tosses the book. And Milo said, uh, I think that had a specific place. And he goes and runs over and puts it back in its place. Uh, okay, so... We know how to make him hurt. <laughs> we gotta get through that door. We don't know how. Blow it up. I Yeah, I go to the... But door. also, uh, uh, having... I mean, because I was only like 10 to 15 feet behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming that I heard what they talked about. Sure. So, is there some sort of like, you know, Dewey Decimal card system going on here that I could just look up the guy, like the name of the guy that we're looking for? Who are you looking for? <clears throat> the Cristobal book or whatever it was. Chris Cl- so you're in the library of Chris Kladar. Okay. You're not looking for So so him. what book are we looking for then? I asked I read I asked uh, Rich Boy. It was never specified actually. I would assume we want the A mysterious legendary book. Most important books here. Is what it was identified was to one of you. And I have a perfect memory, so what is it? It wasn't identified to you. Dang. It's worth a shot, guys. Someday my perfect memory will be. It wasn't useful. identified to me because I just checked my messages. <laughs> it was identified to you. No, <laughs> it was not. It well, was uh, you were the one given the t- the task. An important book from a legendary mystical library. Your job is to find oh, the library, obtain the book, and return the book. The book. <laughs> the book. <laughs> The book? The that doesn't book. mean in-game. It, the book. It, it wasn't. <laughs> so if you want to... Make like a history check? Yeah. yeah. Cool. History. history. It's going to be a 10. 20. Uh, 13. Okay. It is called The Tome of Immortality. Hey, I just now remembered what that book was called. It's called Tome of Immortality. Okay, so probably not in this section. I, and I asked the guy, based off of your knowledge and how long you've been down here, have you ever seen anything that would be along the lines of a tome of immortality? Uh, or in your professional opinion, would it be behind the locked door? Uh, he nods at that last statement mm. and then solemnly, almost like Jesus Christ, points to the doors on either side at the east and west. Mm. Cool. How about books on Bomb making. <laughs> uh, you might find those around. I don't know. I, is this Dewey Decimal System or is this the no, Hadric system? It's it's uh it's some sort of mystical system that I don't understand. So I just grab a book, I study it, and I put it back when I'm done. That is an immense waste of time. But that's my life, bro. <laughs> Your life. All right, I'm is gonna a go waste. check one of the. <laughs> I'm gonna go check the west door. He shoots himself in the head. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'll, I'll ask uh, him, um, do you know if these doorways lead to the same place or different places here in the library? My understanding of the legend suggests that there are two wings, a west and an east wing. And anything about those wings that you're aware of? All right. I I don't go to those areas. I go to the west wing. Those are places for warriors, and I am not. A warrior. Let's go to the West Wing then. Okay. It's <laughs> a show. Okay. So you go to the the West Wing. Yeah. Okay. West Wing. West Wing. And you head west, and you see that there's a spiral staircase uh, just beyond the door. 
and you uh, go down that spiral staircase, and uh, you you look into a room full of bones. The west wall is lined with cells. You can see bones of the unfortunate prisoners in each cell. There's one. There's an operating table in the middle of the room, stained with dried blood. The south wall has a desk covered with rusted operating tools. On the east wall sits a desk with a single book. Above the desk, carved in the wall, is a stone face, mouth wide open, and to both sides are stone hands, palms outstretched. Gross. Who wants to roll a d20? I will. Brett was first. 18. Okay. That's it. Thank you. All right. What do you guys do? Okay. Are we still like at the top of the stairs? Have we entered the room? Uh, you see apparently? it. You see this room as you're descending. Okay. Interesting room choice. Um, I see the book on the table. Krishna Bob was not an interior decorator, that's for sure. Chris Kaldar. I'll, I'll take a little closer look around, uh, see if I see anybody in the room, um, any places where someone could hide. Okay. And, like, jump out and scare me. Okay. Spook, spooky scary. skeletons. Spooky <laughs> skeletons. Spooky. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation or perception, whichever. Can You're I do 50. that, too? Sure. 24. Okay. 24. Ooh. Oh. Anybody else taking, taking 12. a peek? I rolled a 12. I rolled a 12. You rolled twice as much as I rolled twice okay. as much as you so, rolled twice uh, as much as So, which one of you two rolled higher? We rolled the same. The, you both rolled 24s? Yeah. Okay. And what is it specifically that you're looking for, Milo? Or I'm looking for people camp? or places where I think people could jump out. Hide. Off. Okay. And what about you? Yeah, I'm looking for uh, bad guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, same thing. So, uh, but you're you've kind of split up, and so you're looking for the same thing in different areas. Viscount, I'll say that you notice the cell on the farthest southern part of this chamber. There seems to be some sort of false door in the back of that cell. Now, shoe guy, my hero. Hero, uh, Hemo, you notice yep. under the book on the desk there seems to be a pressure plate. There's a pressure plate over here. And you also notice... We need a guy with a hat and a whip for that this one. The book on top of the pressure plate is a manual of flesh golems. I don't think that's the book we're looking for. Nope. But I am curious what's behind this hidden doorway over here that I point out to everyone else. Would someone open that? Yeah. I'll open it because I'm curious too. Sweet. Do it. I open it. Okay. So you start fiddling with the wall, right? Yeah. Okay. And just as you're starting to kind of think that he doesn't know what he's talking about, even though he said he's certain he felt some fresh air coming through. Your hand makes purchase on a stone. It shoves in, and all of a sudden, the wall passes uh, by. And you see a chamber before you. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. How does that operate? Is that pneumatic? We're going to be here for a while, guys. Go ahead and get comfortable. Get out your sleeping bags. i got to study this door. <laughs> 
start taking measurements <laughs> and looking for gears. Yeah. <laughs> and as you take survey... Oh, it's a counterweighted. ...of this chamber, a suddenly a visage kind of assembles in front of you. And this ghostly, long-haired female in long, worn robes starts to approach you. And it's getting quicker as it approaches. I've killed one ghost. Don't make me kill two. <laughs> I'm going to try to I gotta kill two. <laughs> <laughs> You've killed a ghost? Yeah, Banshee. Oh. Banshee. It's like a bad ghost. Sweet. You did that yourself. Oh, uh, well, I, I had help, but I was the mastermind. That's impressive. Okay, while you're talking, she takes a swipe at you, dude. There's a reason they call me Bucky the Banshee Slayer. <laughs> she goes. Oh, she's taking a swipe? Yeah. Okay, can I do something first? Sure. Okay, I electric shock her with my... Oh, that kind of thing? No. Oh. You were, you were chit-chatting. Oh. Okay, I blow her up. <laughs> uh, 13 to hit. I completely negate her attack. Yeah. She doesn't hit me. Uh, that's a hit. You take 13 of slashing damage. Oh, yeah. No, she's a ghost, so her hand goes right through me. Do you have some sort of thing? And do you know that she's a ghost? Ghost clothes, yeah. Ghost uh, clothes. <laughs> it is ghost clothes. <laughs> I hate you. I have, I have a cloak of Scrooge. <laughs> so now if you want, we can roll initiative. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. B- before she started approaching, I said I wanted to hide behind uh, the, the other cage there next door. Can I do that? Oh, yeah. So you're in the next cell up. Yeah. Okay. But I'm hidden? You could hide behind the table that has yeah. the blood stains. Sure. Okay. Seems like a safe place to hide. Yeah. Uh, 16 is my initiative. Okay. 14. 14. Wait, 14 for Bucky? Yeah. What was yours? Just 13. 17. Uh, Bondle. You're first up. You see this thing coming at Bucky. Uh, Bucky's standing in the doorway, like kind of dumbfounded, uh, blocking your way. And she's approaching quickly. And and I, I've gotten the sensor. I, it's a narrow hallway. Uh-huh. And so according to the map, we're where technically? So Bucky opened up a doorway right here. Okay. And the hallway goes straight back. Gotcha. Here, and she's, and she's like coming. Way, she's ghostbustering at us. And he's right here. Okay, then I shut the door. And Belgris is here. Okay, then I shut the door. To the hallway. How? It's a door, right? No, no. It's like a, a stone. Yeah, it was like oh, a secret door. Yeah, it's secret. Yeah. Scooby Doo over there. Like that raccoon family that put tricks on me. Go get him. Please don't lock me in here. No, no, no. Sorry. Yeah, you I, boot him in. And then <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah. Mission Maybe it's time we, we turned this into the Night Breeze Detective Agency, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dang, got it for my job. Get a little more uh, flavor into this. Mutiny from an outside source. <laughs> uh, They'll yeah, call this the Muckbuckle I mean, Mutiny. You guys ever seen a pony? <laughs> Y'all ever seen a, we all ride ponies into one. Your detection agency would be and, called and, the and Pony I Express. I can see through her. She looks ghostly to me. Um, yeah, she's ghostly. Okay. Gosh, I don't really have anything for fucking ghost fighting. She's got body parts in her hands, too. If, mm. Oh, she's got her own weapons. If you have a magic weapon, you should be able to hit her. 
All right. I mean, I use. I don't have a magic weapon. I'm just bonded to my my war pick. I mean, that's that's going to be my only thing. Where I'm gonna I'm gonna push I'm gonna push Bucky behind me and then take a swick at her. Uh, take a swing at her rather with uh, my war pick. And as I'm known to do, I will infuse it, uh, uh, infusion surge. So I do a ah, farts in my mouth. Uh, a fourteen. It passes right through her. Duh! It's not going to work, Bucky. <laughs> Unfortunately, Bucky, I may be in over my head. And just then, she passes through Bucky. Oh, no. And enters the, the main chamber. Oh, no. Can I see what's down Meaning the hall? This chamber. Can I see what's down the hall from where she is, from when she came with my 125 feet of superior dark vision? Maybe on your next turn. Yeah, we can do that. I'm down with that. Um, Maybe on your next turn, you can look. That's when my eyes start working. <laughs> yeah, your my eyes are next closed. turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just kind of watch this person ghost through Bucky. Kind of. How come her hands didn't ghost through me? Well, I don't. She can make them happen when she wants to. Happen. I don't got a lot of stuff here, but I guess uh, you know, I, I guess uh, I'm gonna cast uh, Hunter's Mark. I'll cast Hunter's Mark on the ghost. Okay. And then I'm going to shoot it with my bow and arrow. See if it hits it. Okay. Probably won't. Uh, so that is a 17. Hit. Sweet. Uh, cool. I'm going to do 1d8, and then because I cast Hunter's Mark, I'm going to all deal an extra 1d6. Sweet. And then I'll give you the total damage of everything. So that's 17 damage. No, I'm going to attack it again with extra attack. Dang, I'll let me do some math. And I'm holding concentration on Hunter's Mark. Oh, there's okay. there ghosts just like my raccoon problem. <laughs> there's ghosts like them raccoons. That's what I'm seeing when I fight. <laughs> Face of that raccoon family. <laughs> uh, and that is a 11. Oh, whoa. That is a miss. That's crazy. Yeah, I You got distracted huge, by thinking about raccoons. I have a huge bonus to my... <laughs> Yeah, you see that as yeah. <laughs> right, Anyways, we're um, gonna die. Bucky. Alright. So right through you after clawing you. Mm. I pull out my flamethrower. Right. Because that works on ghosts. Why wouldn't it? I don't know. Same same as an arrow. I guess it would work. <laughs> Does it not is it not gonna work? No, I'm not I'm totally just I'm using my keen mind ability to okay. know if it doesn't work on ghosts or not. It'll work. Oh, I thought you were gonna make fun of me for firing a flamethrower in this like room where I'm gonna like burn everything. No, I don't care about that. Just don't roll a one. <laughs> yeah, I Set actually don't have to roll fire. anything. Uh, so where is like any of my allies in the way? Uh, he's behind the table. She's kind of floating this way and seems to be heading across the room. Can I have like a free shot like without any of my allies in the path? I would say if you don't hit this time. And you try to hit again, it there's a chance that this count will get hit. Uh, if I shoot her, she has to make a deck save. So let's do that. Okay. Eleven. Uh, she is hit. Sixteen damage. Fire damage. And viscount. Um, from what? behind the the, uh, the table there, I'm gonna pull out my hand crossbow. Okay. And take a shot at her. Hmm. Dirty bastard. Okay. That's a, a 19 plus 6. That hits. Sneak attack. Oh, jeez. Get her 
going to be 18 damage. Um, and I'll hop up out from where I am. Um, Say, ha ha! I think we have found uh, her weak point. Uh, cousin, you see that spot we hit? Hit it better next time. <laughs> and I give you uh, help with a bonus action so you can uh, roll with advantage next time. Alright, yeah, no, I like that now, cousin. We're gonna get this thing down like that family raccoon that will get. Nice. Alright, and now uh, she takes her turn. And uh, so, where are you? And I also on? move um, back out of the way. Um, to towards the where she came from. Yeah, towards more where she came from. I'm in the, the uh, looking at this. I'm in the bottom right corner. Okay. And where are you, Bucky? You were still in the doorway. And then Vondel, where were you? You were behind oh, Bucky-ish. Okay. Okay. Um, and she seems to be making her way towards the stairwell. Uh, she takes no action other than movement. And we're back up to Bentley, or uh, Vondel. Uh, Vondel says this is a perfect time for everyone to come back next week. And that's where we leave it. <laughs> so thank you for joining us, our friends, around the, the uh, podcast table. My name is, well, it's always been Caleb. And to my left, uh, Vice Count uh, Trillman Valgrace. Carmelo T. Bucky Muckbuckle. Yeah, they showed uh, Himo Nato or Himo Nat Breeze, also Slayer of that raccoon family I'm going to get. <laughs> Vondel Ungart at your service. And grab your swords. And please keep on adventuring. Responsible. Follow us across all platforms with Chaotic Amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.